The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Dr. Gans joining us this afternoon with all the rapid changes we're all going through because of this pandemic. There is a lot of stress in the air and one concern for a lot of you is dealing with isolation. It's it's pretty tough because social connection and support is one of the best ways to deal with stress. So what to do about it all? Well, let's find out in our monthly segment, How Does That Make You Feel? with Dr. Gans Ferentz and special guest Judy Malone, the CEO of the Psychologists Association of Alberta. First stuff. Judy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Jalen. Appreciate it. All right. Do we have Dr. Gans as well? Hey, I'm here. Hey, Gans. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Well, pretty good, but I have to say that I've noticed in the past couple of days, um, and, and it's mainly from you know, maybe phone calls into the show or on the text line, That, and I said this kind of getting ready for this, that people seem to be getting a little punchy. They're oh, yeah maybe a little angry, maybe a little frustrated, and I I believe that to be normal, correct? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Uh, We're dealing with extraordinary times here, right? Um, This is something that no one in this generation uh, has been through. Uh, The older folks have been through, you know, World War II, and so they're, they're... they're familiar with what it's like to have a, like a global issue that everybody's dealing with. Th- those of us who are younger than that, we have only you know ever really known of something that's isolated, and there's always somewhere where you can look to see that things are normal somewhere, right? Uh, right now, we don't have that situation, and so uh, because of that, because of the changes, because of the uncertainty, um, everybody's everybody's activation level is heightened. So it's like turning up the heat on stuff, and so it doesn't take much to get people to, you know, boil over, so to speak. So, Judy, what would you suggest for those who are feeling like they're ready to boil over? Um, you know, what's a, what's a good way just to to settle down a little bit, just to, to breathe and, and, and just be for a while? That is a great question, Jalen, because this isn't a crisis we're dealing with for a few days. We actually don't have a clear end in sight, and I think we can tolerate quite a bit of stress for a short time, but really the human body and our brain is not, uh, we're not wired to handle this for a long time, so we need to settle soon. We need to find ways to manage our stress, and actually staying socially connected is really important. I think that what you brought up there, Judy, uh, as well as the fact that we don't know how long this is going to to go on for is really something that's weighing on a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, and so that's actually part of what does exactly what Gans was saying. It creates strong emotions, anger from some people, but it can be really strong anxiety or sadness, other kinds of feelings for other people. Well, yeah, and, and, and the fact that, you know, there is no clear end. The uncertainty, we, humans have a need for control, for predictability, um, to have a sense that they're they're able to be active in their own lives. And so when that's taken away in so many ways, I mean, we, we've got to socialize, socialize late. Sometimes we can't go shopping the way we'd normally to do because you know, places are closed or the, the some of the food's not available as readily as we're used to. Um, and we don't know when the end is in sight, right? So it really does mean that we have to look for those places 
where we can have some predictability and some certainty and build those in sort of um, consciously and deliberately so we get that sense, that, that need fulfilled. So things like going to bed at a regular time, things like working out, or as Judy was talking about, connecting socially. This is a, you know, it's, it's funny because we're talking on the phone and so many people <laughs> forget that their phone is actually a phone, right? It's like, you know, it's everything <laughs> else, like a mini computer, we're texting, we're emailing, and we forget that we can actually have a conversation with people, which does help to satisfy that, that need for us. Yeah, and I think one of the things, too, is, you know, social media at, at this point, um, there's some really great stuff out there. That, well, as usual, there's some really great stuff out there. There's a lot of crap out there as well. But what we're seeing with social media right now is, again, a little bit more of a connect, you know, sharing how you're getting through working from yeah. home, sharing how you're um, spending time with your kids and, and keeping them busy at home. And then we're seeing all these entertainers around the world as well doing all sorts of different concerts and whatnot in an effort to connect and to put a smile on people's faces but it is important to as always you know limit and be aware of how much time you are spending on social media yeah yeah that's that's absolutely right it's wonderful you know judy sent out a a a message today to our members and she was talking about um the fact that you know even though both of us are isolated right now judy's judy's isolated and i'm uh, kind of self-isolating as well she she said, and maybe you can talk about this, Judy, that you've you felt more connected with people recently, even though you're not physically connected with them. Is that that true? Yeah, it's just been a really remarkable time. So our volunteers, psychologists, members, people reaching out, wanting to share resources all the way across North America. Actually, there's been a tremendous surge of people coming together, wanting to do things in new ways. You know, I love going out for lunch with Gans and visiting with Gans, and this has been an excuse to be in touch a bit more by phone this week. So it's a little bit even of what Jaden was doing in that <laughs> reframing. We see some really positives, and are we paying attention to those and not just the negatives that are out there? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and social media is, is like, you know, there's a great use of social media. And even when, you, even when we're using it the right way, we still do need to limit our screen time because, you know, that's uh, just healthy, right? Uh, actually, it's funny, yes. just before we got on the phone, my kids are home, and I kicked them out, so my kids are like 20 and 16, right? I said, nope, you guys are going for a walk. Go out. Go, go, don't come back for an hour. And I said, no, you can't, so, like, put your earbuds in your ear. you got to, like, actually listen to nature, and <laughs> you know what I mean? And they grumbled, but they came back a lot happier. Absolutely. Um, You know what? One of the things, though, and I think some people are trying to change their mindset about it uh, a little bit, you know, taking taking this opportunity to actually maybe slow down a little bit. Judy, are you seeing that? Is that something that we should be doing? Yeah, I think there's some growing awareness of that. At first, we're in a bit of panic because this is a panic-type situation. And then we realize things have changed, some things we don't have control over. And that's an opportunity for us to say, wait a minute, what do I have control over? Have I been waiting to read that book, organize this channel, spend some time together, like Gans is going for a walk without the earbuds in? that we may not have necessarily made the time for before. And it's just, it's in many ways, a gift for us. There are some great comments on social media about how 
in some ways, this isn't as tragic as some of what we've gone through as people. As people, we have gone through some really bad events in the past, historically and together. People survive. Mm-hmm. Gans, I think it's interesting. This I just had this text come in. It's uh, Ben from Edson. He says, all these are really, really great points being brought up. But I think some of the major stresses on people are losing their jobs, how we're yeah. going to pay for the bills, rent, yeah. mortgages. For those who can't work from home, it's the income uncertainty. Absolutely. What do you do with that? I know, like, and this is a hard thing. I mean, you know, I'm self-employed as well, and uh, my folks that work with me are contractors. So, yeah, I've had to deal with this myself and look at this. And a lot of our colleagues are self-employed as psychologists. And so um, it is it is a struggle because, and, and I think it's the uncertainty um, that is really getting people down. And, and it's funny because uh, I was talking to some folks today, and, the, there is the health issue that we need to deal with, and that is that is a concern. But one of the other bigger concerns that we have is our response to all this, right? Um, the fact we we might get lost in the stress or start to panic, and and this is what um, is more of the economic risk going forward is making sure that we stay calm and do what we need to do so that we can be present and ready to be part of the recovery once that happens. But in terms in terms of dealing with this, um, unfortunately, there's not a lot we can do. Um, it, it is one of those things that, unfortunately, we are going to have to accept that this is the reality of what we're dealing with here in Alberta and really across the world right now. And um, the nice thing is that people are reaching out to their neighbors, their friends, their family, and doing what they can to help. Uh, you know, the government has always come up with some new thing. You know, you hear a new announcement, whether federally or in Alberta here, um, pretty much like, you know, every second day or something. But <laughs> they're really working on stuff to try to try to help people because they're aware of this as well. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, this is one of those things that uh, we are going to have to accept and then try to pull together and see how we can get through. Uh, I know for me, the mortgage relief and some of the other stuff that uh, they've announced has been very, very helpful. So, yeah. Well, and, and, and that's it, right? And I've had uh, a couple of people just recently text and say, you know, in the same position, you employ other people and have had to make very dis- difficult decisions yeah. about their business, and that's weighing on them very, very heavily. And um, yeah, it just, yeah, that stress level and the emotion that goes along with it and, and trying to figure out how to handle that emotion can be real challenging. Well, you know, you sent you sent uh, an article to me today about um, dealing with grief and what we're mm-hmm. feeling is grief, and I, I thought that was an excellent article. And some of the things the, the author was talking about in there was that there is uh, like a grief that we go through in a process, and you know, the stages of grief, you know, anger, denial, bargaining, sadness, acceptance, all those different parts of it. Unfortunately. We are going through that because any change means that what we thought was going to happen or what we thought we could count on is not necessarily going to happen. So there's a loss, and every loss deserves to be deserves to be grieved. And so, yes, there is a loss of certainty. There is a loss of the the idea that we had of how next week would look or how next year would look or what you know what what things ten years from now might look like. But 
the more quickly that we can allow ourselves to feel what we need to feel through this, allow those stages of grief to, to move through us, so to speak, the more quickly we can get to a place of acceptance. And once we're in a, a place of acceptance, we can actually do what Judy was talking about just a second ago, which was find different meaning, find something else, some, some good that can come out of this. And, um, you know, it is, it, it, you know, the Premier was, was talking in one of the uh, press conferences a couple of days ago. He says, look, we're just going to have to buckle up. You know what I mean? And this is this is going to be a rough time. It's going to be a rough ride for a lot of us in Alberta and, and in our nation. But this is what we're going to have to do. And, we're you know, we can get through this together. But it's not necessarily going to be a smooth transition in, into recovery when that happens. And all I can say is, you know, give yourself the permission to have your feelings. Um, reach out, share your feelings, especially for us guys, because we tend to, guys, you know, we tend to suck it up and just kind of carry on. Um, but share with your partners, share with your friends. Definitely reach out to a mental health professional and, and connect with them because we're trained in dealing with this stuff and helping you through it. Um, but, yeah, we don't have to go through it alone, and it's going to be really rocky for a bunch of us for a little bit here, unfortunately. <laughs> Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us and Judy Malone, the CEO of the Psychologist Association of Alberta. We need to take a quick break here. Hold the line. I uh, want to talk a, a couple more things about how to ask uh, for help if things get difficult. You you mentioned that, uh, Gans, but as well, the the association is is providing support for first responders in the province as well. want to touch on that. Uh, stick around. More to come on 6.30 Chet Afternoons. Joining us this afternoon for an episode of How Does That Make You Feel is Dr. Gans Ferentz, of course, and Judy Malone, the CEO of the Psychologist Association of Alberta. Um, and, and Judy, I know that the uh, the association has put out some really good uh, information on the website of, of things that we should be doing and, and what we need to do is, you know, about maintaining perspective and being prepared and being informed, relaxed, all of that sort of thing. Um, before we run out of time here, I know that you're also working front hand with or on the front line uh, with frontline workers. Can you give us a little bit of information about that? Sure, I'd love to, Jalen. We actually haven't launched our disaster response network since the Wood Buffalo wildfires in the Fort McMurray region. And normally it's for a natural disaster, but this really is a form of disaster and it really is impacting all Albertans. And, and specifically our healthcare providers and our first responders. So what we have is a, a large group of volunteer trauma psychologists and they are providing one to three completely free sessions uh, for the people who need it with that priority on those healthcare providers and first responders. When, how can we find out more about that? Yeah, it's on our website, psychologistsassociation.ca. Uh, uh, people can call into the office or they send us an email request and staff help to figure out uh, the match and get them connected with one of those trauma psychologists. All right, Gans, before we run out of time, um, I know you've been working from home. Are psychologists still doing sessions, um, you know, over... Skype over FaceTime, that sort of thing. Can that be done? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, um, our association and the college has really been very just right on top of this, helping us to organize ourselves so that we can do what we need to do to keep people safe at the office if they choose to come to the office. But also, as much as possible, given the options of, of doing things virtually, whether by phone or uh, secure video video link. 
And so, yeah, actually, I've done because I'm self-isolating right now. All of my all of my uh, sessions today and yesterday and many last week have been online. Um, and hmm. so, many of our colleagues are doing that uh, so that uh, people have the choice. So, yeah, there's really no reason not to connect with one of us because uh, we'll keep you safe. We're safe, and um, you know, we're we're doing what we can to help flatten the curve and help people get through this um, very stressful time. Dr. Gans and Judy, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon, and thanks for the information. I appreciate it very much. Hey, thanks so much for having us. Take care, Dr. Gans Ferens, of course, registered psychologist. Uh, we have him in once a month for episodes of How Does That Make You Feel? Joined today by Judy Malone, the CEO of the Psychologist Association of Alberta. And just to reiterate, go over again what they mentioned with dealing with isolation. What we're doing right now is talking about connecting virtually. And I know a lot of you are doing that with phone and video chat and social media, of course, in, uh, in the proper doses. Um, they're urging you to change your mindset. See this as an opportunity maybe to slow down a little bit and find a little bit of solitude and and get some exercise how many of you are, are doing more exercise than you were before i'm I just started back on the elliptical, and uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of helping me put in a better mindset each morning, and then, of course, ask for help if, if things get difficult. Lots of great information on the Psychologist Association of Alberta website if you want to find it there.